0: Welcome to Dreamers to Leaders, keeping it real with Melody podcast. Melody is a classic dreamer who started as a flight attendant and worked her way to now a tech fashion trendsetter, thought leader, and dynamic entrepreneur in various industries. This podcast is for the dreamers and doers. Learn how to think, act, and speak big as business leaders share how they turned from dreamers to leaders.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Dreamers to Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Melody. Our guest today is a manifestation and mindset coach. She is an international best-selling author, a speaker, and she specializes in helping people manifest a joyful and abundant life. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Jen Adamson. Hey Jen, welcome to the show. Hi I'm there. so excited. It's been what, three months in the making? And finally. It has been. We're
0: finally connecting. I'm so
1: happy to be here with you. So, shout out to Kara and Liv, um, our peeps who made this happen. They're amazing. All right. And we're talking about manifestation. So, you manifested me and I manifested you. How's that?
0: Absolutely. 100%. We're always manifesting. We're always manifesting. That's right.
1: So, I cannot wait. And I'm sure our audience are excited as well to find out more about your 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 manifestation coaching, as well as the books that you have uh, authored. And thank you so much uh, for this book. Let's start with your dreamer story. So how did it begin? How was it like before you became a manifestation coach, an author, speaker, and all that good stuff? So walk yeah. us through your journey, my darling. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So I love to start that. My my journey had two big dark nights of the soul, and I I know not a lot of people often share that. Um, my personal belief is that I learn and I grow from personal stories of vulnerability, facing adversity, and how we all have the capability to rise above. And so my first dark night of the soul started, um, it was about, it was a little over a decade ago. I was in corporate America consulting fortune 500 companies and sustainable business practices. And I was really quickly going up the corporate ladder at the time, I was manifesting, but I didn't realize I was doing it. So there were many times where I was like, I want this promotion. I'm going to get this recognition. I'm going to win this award. I'm going to be nominated for this. And sometimes in a matter of weeks, sometimes months, those things would come into my reality. At the time, I didn't know much about you know, the law of attraction and quantum physics and neuroscience, which is really what manifesting is. You can either look at it, it depends on your, your. you can choose whatever lens you want to look at it through. You can look at it from that more spiritual intangible lens, or you can look at it as it really is. There's a lot of science Science. that backs this Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I like to bring both of them together. That's my personal style. But what at the time I didn't realize that I was, I was doing this and there was this underlying belief that I had or story that the more success that I achieved and attained, the happier I would be. It was just a story that I had had since I was seven years old. And so I was quickly working my way to the proverbial mountaintop. But the more that I would, you know, go to the next achievement, I, I didn't know it at the time, but I was in this really vicious cycle of, of hustle culture and achievement, achievement, achievement. It was, I would get to the to the achievement be really happy for a very temporary time. And then I would crash and want to go to the next thing in the past, now looking back. What I was doing is I was putting a lot of my own worth and value on external sources because mm. I didn't know who I was. And there was a moment where I actually, uh, was an insomniac and I mentioned it in the book and had thoughts of taking my own life away. And that was the moment where I realized I needed to totally reevaluate how I was going about with my life, how I was living my life. And that was one of the pivotal moments that led me more into the spiritual, more intangible things about the deeper meaning of life and what it looks like to be purpose-driven and what it feels like to experience life-affirming moments and have a life that ultimately is very fulfilling and brings me a lot of joy. So then, fast forward about 12 years later, I'm working as a head nurse in COVID times on the front lines, leading 75 nurses and CNAs. COVID just hit. I had just lost my dad from Mm. leukemia very suddenly, and he was one of my biggest cheerleaders in my life. And I experienced another moment where I was turning inward again, yet because I had had the experience of a decade before, I knew exactly what was going on. So this time I brought in all all my tools, I asked for support, brought in all my resources from years of learning and discovering myself and the world around me. And that is when I realized it was time for me to step into my gift, my purpose, and my power, which is to inspire women, inspire high-achieving women to to seek out their own purpose and to help them carry out whatever mission they have in life to better humanity, whether it's on a small scale or a large scale, it doesn't matter because it all is important and it all matters. And so here I am today speaking. I know. (laughs) You know,
1: kudos to you because a lot of people, even I, I could speak uh, personally. It wasn't really, um, it wasn't quick in terms of realizing your calling. You know what I mean? So uh, we are always pulled, you know, from different directions. What is better? And there's always another bigger and better. And you always think that that would be uh, the answer. Right. So, so for you to be able to then say, no, this, this is my calling. You know, that's a, that's a, um, a quest that a lot of people are struggling and it's a challenge. And is that that something that you help, uh, your, your, um, clients to unravel?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because as I share my, my story more, people notice that. And it's something that I used to have a lot of shame about because, because I'm a go getter, right? I am ambitious. I'm a go getter. I love that quality about me. I think people like, like us, like go getters, we get, we get stuff done, right? We make things happen. But Mm -hmm. with all of that said, there is this really fine line behind, but between being, you know, grounded, uh, not being fulfilled, pouring into our own cup and not, depleting ourselves where we're giving, we're, we're just working and operating on fumes. And so what I have learned, I used to have a lot of shame about the fact that sometimes I don't know what my next step is, or sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is, what is the next step? And, and I've realized that here's my, here's the thing. I I always get curious. It's about, it's about consistent 1% small change over time, making the commitment to yourself And allowing yourself to be curious enough to ask yourself those questions. What is lighting me up? Maybe right now, what this is, this thing is what I'm focusing on right now. This art or this or this craft or this writing or this project is really lighting me up. But then sometimes I'm i a person who's multi-passionate. And so sometimes I have learned to be able to set things down gently and be like, I'm going to come back to this because right now, Where I'm finding myself wanting and leaning towards now is this new thing. And it's all connected. And I used to feel like I had to compartmentalize. But what I've learned and I've discovered is that the more that I allow myself to be curious, the more that I commit to my path of 1%, and the more that I allow myself to experience joy and pleasure in life, the better version I am of myself, the more I can give to other people, the more that I can give to my family, to my daughter, to my clients, to my viewers on social media. People want the best version of ourselves, but we have to be able to give that best version to ourselves first.
1: Mm-hmm. and And how to find that and how to be able to to get to that path of of uh, reinventing yourself and finding uh, you know the better version of yourself. Is where I think the challenge is. <laughs> and that's yeah. why I think your topic is really, um, you know, valuable because of all the, of all the things that we are bombarded. Everyone again is, is pulled on, on all these directions. And it's, it's like a common thread. You know, I hear that, you know, multi, multi passionista is what one of my guests, uh, have coined it. So then I won't feel so bad about, you know, having all these, but, um, going back to your, your craft of, of, um, manifesting and, but more importantly, it's the inner, inner, inner work that we all have to do. So now I think there's some movement of the society waking up and, and knowing that, you know what, it's not the external. It's really not from the external that you would, you would get it. And you, you alluded, you know, to that. It's when you go inward that you would find your inner calling, not, someone else's inner calling it's Jen's inner calling it's melodies it's it's our audience it's your 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 inner calling that you would have to really go inward and silence everything in order to to find that out yes
0: absolutely (laughs) I love that you said that it's the stillness and I think you know, so part of my story is when I was in my early twenties, it was before I was a mom. And before, you know, I, I was just at a point in my life and I'm grateful for it where I was able to leave everything and go to India for six months. Now, not everyone needs to do that. And I understand that could be highly disruptive for a lot of people. They're like, I can't do that. And you don't have to. And that was, that was just my path. That was my journey. And so but here's the thing. What I have learned and understood is that everything that I learned in India was really hard to integrate back into Western civilization, Western culture. It, it What it required was just taking 30 seconds in the morning when you wake up to express your gratitude for the day or set an intention of how you want to feel. It really is just these simple little shifts and tools that if we commit to them if we commit to them on a consistent basis i even the big like c word it's like commitment consistency courage curiosity um i'm finding these are always like charisma it, maybe <laughs> yeah charisma all of it right the c's all the c's but uh it it really does have the power to totally change our trajectory you know it there's i have a client who we worked on You know, I I help women to be in the high performance state. Now, high performance state doesn't mean that you're always going, going, going. What it means is that there is this really beautiful dance between high energy and high quality, low energy, yet high quality. We're not always going to be in a high energy state, but I think that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as women, high achieving women, that we always have to be high energy, but if you stop to think about just the cycle of a, a the normal, healthy, natural cycle of a woman, which is about every 21 to 28 days, give or take a few days, we are vastly different week to week. We have to be honest with ourselves. There's cycles <laughs> in the universe, right? So we can it's the still, hormones. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We can still be high quality energy, but have low energy, which is then our time to rest. It's our time to take... Moments in nature, time to be present. I'm always saying be present with your family as much as you possibly can, but it's those times where you might want to slow down a little bit more and sit on the couch and watch a movie with your kids or your your spouse or your significant other. And then, so there's, if you look at it, it's this, if we move to the other side of that spectrum, it can be high energy that is of low quality or low energy that is low quality. Now we're playing with burnout and and the hustle grind and we don't that's not effective that's mm-hmm. being in that energy is not effective we end up spinning our wheels we throw spaghetti on the wall it's all sorts of things we have a hesitation to allow ourselves to rest but that is what allows us to be of that high quality energy
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and I, lo- I love that you share that because it is it is easy to forget that
1: it is easy to forget that and i think that's where the addiction of a lot mm-hmm. of people they think You know, working to the point of burnout is at one point, I think, in society that was awarded and everyone thinks that, oh, my God, yeah, two thumbs up. You know, you're you're working yourself to death, but not anymore, because the truth of the matter, pulling yourself, I believe, truly pulling yourself not to be in the rat race it yes. takes a lot of discipline. You yes. know what I mean? Because if you're like, go, 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 and you really want to, and you have that adrenaline rush to always be on the go, and you have to like tell yourself, hey, nope, you got to slow down to ramp up, right? You know? That, yes. Uh, absolutely. And that's where I think, again, you know, the, the, the challenge. So being a manifestation coach, how that's intriguing, you know, to have that as your title. <laughs> so, right. So walk us through how one... uh could say that they are, what has, their yeah. there a certification, a schooling or, or something, a credential <laughs> that yeah. you have to go through to, to be that?
0: I love that. So I, I like to say that my experiences is, is what qualifies me. And I think that we sometimes are so afraid and we skirt around what our true gifts are in, in life and mm-hmm. world. And we feel like we have to continuously, and I am all about continuing education. I went back, I have a double Double uh, bachelor's degree, went back to school to become a nurse. And so I am all about continuing education. But at what point might you be asking yourself if I want to take this, you know, maybe fifth certification, but I haven't taken any action in my business or sharing my gifts, Mm -hmm. might this actually be a place where I might be holding myself back and distancing myself from the possibility of actually expressing my gifts to the world? So you have to always ask yourself those questions, right? Because there's sometimes so i'm in a i'm in two classes right now being certified in howing uh howing <laughs> as yeah. i speak that's hilarious uh, being certified in in learning how to use my voice more in executive uh communication but i did this twofold right because i'm always looking to grow and to develop myself and to continue to develop my my skills as a as a leader and a coach and also It's because it's a lot of fun and I'm going to be able to bring this and share a lot of this information to my clients who are looking to up-level in their lives as well. But I want to just say something to kind of answer your question a little bit in a more roundabout way as well, is that we're always manifesting. We're always always putting out into the world Mm -hmm. what our inner world is. And so we get to be the authors of that we get to allow ourselves to take the wheel and if you believe in a higher power create a co-creative experience with that entity or your faith as well i'm a big for i'm I, i'm a woman of faith myself and so we get to do that we can rewrite our chapters in our book at any point in time it's just a matter of bringing that awareness and that intention to the forefront of our mind you know, we can wake up with a, a negative attitude or feeling super anxious and depressed. And and I don't want to and there is no shade to that because I've been clinically diagnosed with anxiety and depression myself. But there does come a point where we are empowered people. We can move from the victim to the victor at any point in time. We get to decide that. And it is a consistent practice, I would say, not even just daily but sometimes it's moment to moment because our yeah. our daily lives can be like this many times. Right, right, right. Um, I think Abraham
1: Hicks, um, you know, through Esther, uh, calls that segmenting. So you know, you got to be able to, um, you know, segment your your day. Uh, so you know, let's say, hey, from now, from let's say this this moment, this moment that I'm here with you. I could then have that intention of really being curious and really having that mission of somehow with our conversation. Hopefully there's one or two that could be inspired, right, and empowered. And and all the tips and tricks that you will share with us today. But really listening to you, there's I'm thinking, oh my God, here I am trying to scribble notes because what am I gonna talk about? Because there's so much that I wanna so much. <laughs> you know uh flesh out, you know, that I truly am with you. That, you know, we are we are creators. We mm-hmm. are powerful uh, mm-hmm. creators if we just see that. That non physical part of that, you know what I mean? It's not just this, it's not just the flesh, right? So, so there is that higher, higher power that's also within us. So, the co creation part, and you also talked about because of that, we are truly, I agree, you know, the authors and, and architects of our life. So, so it's, it's really about, Hey, hey, dude, what, what do you really want to, to write? Yeah. Uh, and be that as the story of your life. Right. <laughs> so, yes. And I like also that you shared you being a nurse and how very, uh, you know, start of our, of our show, you, you mentioned combining that, combining the, the science and, you know, the spiritual, the metaphysical, you know, part of this conversation. So let's dive in. And I'm yeah. sure our audience are like, okay, all right, so tell me about manifestation. I love it. <laughs> is there yes. a method to this madness. You know, we set our intention and and we want we want that now. We want the tangible, right? <laughs> we want that out of of the thought to to tangible. Um, have you is there like a method that you you teach your 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 clients? Yeah, there's
0: so, so there are so many methods. Okay. So I want to, I want to start off by disclaiming that in that there is no one method that I believe is better than the other. You know, we hear about affirmations, vision boards, all of it. So my big thing is the belief of, so I'm going to take, I'm going to bring you on to a science lesson first, and then I'm going to share my method that I find that is very powerful and impactful. Not just among myself with myself, but among my clients as well. So, if you take everything in this world, like if you take this chapstick right here, um, everything, living and non-living, and you break it down to its most basic level, it's made up of atoms, and these atoms are vibrating. They're vibrating at a specific frequency. The and they're that frequency of vibration is creating this resonance outside of them and because of that resonance that allows other atoms to be attracted based on the match and resonance right. so if you take that and i want to share some everything in this world is energy and energy cannot be created nor destroyed it can only be transmuted our thoughts are energy our emotions are energy it's energy and motion right. so where do we start? I always say, start with your thoughts and your emotions. Always start with your thoughts and your emotions and ask yourself, what thought do I want to choose today? What thought do I want to choose in this really high stakes conversation experience? Maybe if you're like in a board meeting, right? And things are things are escalating a little bit, like the tension is rising. How do I want to think about this? How do I want to think about the fact that maybe my significant other just told me he wants a divorce, right? So I'm talking about big things, but we can also talk about small things. How do I want to think about this crazy, hectic, busy day that I have of back-to-back meetings and how am I going to navigate through this? So every moment of every day, we have a choice to think and how we think and the thoughts that we have lead to the emotion that we are feeling, and that emotion, like I had said, is energy in motion. So it then uh, keeps it, it creates this vibration or this resonance. Mm-hmm. So where we get to come, and I love this because this is like allowing ourselves to play. It's allowing ourselves to be in this childlike wonder. Is asking ourselves if I. If I, so say, for example, say there's a specific goal that you have, like I want to have, I want to sign on five new clients at the end of the month. Okay. We'll just give that, throw that example out. If I want to sign on five new clients at the end of the month, how might that person, how might that woman or that man who has those five new clients act, think, and believe? How would they choose to live their day to day? How would that person wake up in the morning? Would he or she wake up excited because I get to share my gifts and make an impact? Or would Mm I, would that person feel scared to be seen and heard? So we get to make these choices. And then I always, if you have time and this is like 30 seconds, right? You can do 30 to 90 seconds and put a timer on, get into the feeling of what that feels like to have five new clients. And the money part is absolutely an important part. Like don't ever be ashamed for wanting it because of money, but let's get deeper because we all have money beliefs and stories. And some of them are very triggering and can, and can be quite Mm non-conducive. So if we can get underneath, why do you want those five clients? Ultimately, I think everyone who starts business for themselves or goes and starts to trailblaze their own path is because they really want to help people. They want to make a difference in the world. They want to they want to share their gifts because they believe somewhere deep inside, even if it's really deep inside, you have a belief in yourself that you have the capability, the skills and the power to make an impact. So okay. always come back from that place. It's like it's like service minded leadership. I find this to be um, a way that especially for women, because we are natural caretakers and we can oftentimes find ourselves being like oh wait i'm i'm doing all this for my family but hang on let me touch base with myself and ask myself what is it that i need right now i'm i'm feeling like i'm i might be snapping at my kids or my spouse a little bit more or or i am and i and that's not typically my mo so then those are all cues and signs that we get to pour our cups pour into our cups first again right because my favorite quote is is don't pour from the cup pour from the saucer so you're overflowing. you're filling your cup so much that all this overfill is coming and it's abundantly spilling out into the people that you love and that are around you. But it is going back to that feeling of always checking in with our thoughts. There's a lot to be said about limiting thoughts and how they keep us from achieving our goals. And you can see so many studies and statistics, but it is about building those new neural pathways in our brain so that we actually then become matches to what it is that we're actually setting out to do
1: Mm -hmm.
0: does that help does that explain
1: totally totally thank you Uh, actually listening to you I'm thinking oh my god that's that's new that's new to me the the word emotion is actually if you just kind of break it down motion and e what is e energy energy Energy, and motion. I like that I like that um and I believe also uh in in the past especially for for or um, you know the male-dominated society, mm-hmm. I I think it's always poo-pooed or it's um, almost shameful to to say that you're being emotional that using you, mm-hmm. that you're using your your emotion not emotional just being emotional toxic etc. But yes. if you're before that was not the M O. The M O. is rational logic and 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 just yes. all that and not really. Um, Looking at the, the magic of, uh, of emotions, right? But, um, uh, I, I truly believe, in, and you alluded to this, the, the thoughts and emotion. So first you put the thoughts in there, but if the, if you're not emotionally invested in it, if you don't really feel it, you know, to the degree, then the energy, I believe is, is not there. The potency of that energy won't really vibrate to the degree to resonate with whoever it is that you want. So what I've gathered with what you said is um get to the feeling of it like a wish fulfilled type of um exercise, you know. Yeah. Mentally. And then uh imaging, you know, also right. So you um you basically understand okay, this is this is the type of person who will achieve whatever goals that you have intended, then yeah. be that you, you image yeah. your, yourself uh to that person that you know is your goal, right? <laughs> or whatever that is. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. How would your, how would the woman or the man who has this goal fight, let's say use the same example, five new clients by the end of the month, would they go to that networking event? Would they speak? Would they offer to do a presentation? Would they, um, speak up in this meeting would they show up on social media? So and, and I want to share, like, it's not to overwhelm, right? It's not like do all those things. It's because I believe that all roads lead to Rome. Like, there's no strategy that's one size. It's about oh, what's yeah. in alignment and what feels good to you. And, but, but you get to ask yourself those questions of how, and here's, an, here's another thing too, Melodies, is because I want to account for will you do this from a high performance state, not a burnout or hustle state. So. There might be times where you wake up and the woman or the man who has the goal is going to take the first few hours to actually rest or to go on a hike or to go spend Sunday morning spending time with family and loved ones and not doing the work or not going and being on the laptop. So there is, I want to bring that into that perspective because going back, yes, like we are, it is about our frequency. It is about how we are feeling and understanding that when we feel good, we can't help but to create a ripple effect or with the people around us, whether it's family or future prospective clients or any anyone in anything, right? We create that ripple effect. Right.
1: Yeah. So I think that's also um I remember hearing uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, mm-hmm. and because for me, it's also hard. Like when you wake up in the morning, you're kind of tempted to just jump and do stuff, right? On you your phone. <laughs> you yeah. your phone. Yeah. I see what's, what's going on. <laughs> yes. what's, what's, what's I'm guilty of that. <laughs>
0: totally guilty of
1: it. So, but what he said, actually... For me, it helped me because it's saying, if you do that, let's say, let's say the phone, cause that's the, that's so convenient, right? Everything yes. is just here. You scroll, yeah. you use your freaking, you know, finger. What's on Facebook? <laughs> What's on Instagram today? Exactly. Right. So I get a comment today. <laughs> yeah. It's just so convenient. It's just so easy that, of course, the lazy side of us and, and apparently that's, we're wired to really be you know, programmed to just be lazy. If we can default to that, then, then we do that. So, anyway, so, uh, so with me, it's basically saying, Hey, I want to be, uh, the creator of my day. Right. And it's hard when you're already sucked in to the yep. energy of whatever it is that those people have created. Yes. First, you know, first create your day. So, whatever yep. it is that you need to set, intentions. And affirmations or or what have you your meditation do that first do the inner work first right before you then get all that stimulus from from other sources so 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 i like that i like yes what you said so mindset so you talk a lot about you know mindset you know with with a book as well etc and i like that you have also established your niche you know not a lot of people um Again, it's not easy to simplify, right? It's it's a, right. a genius thing to to know and and know that this is it. So you have really um, understood your your clients. So you have you're working with women, and we all know that women uh, have this unique challenge in in leadership in leadership position in in the business world. It, it just true. We are the the nurturer. We are expected. Uh, to perform so many things, right? And 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 how to to still be effective uh, as a leader? How do you help your your women um, bosses, <laughs> your women yeah. clients to um, you know, to excel, overcome obstacles and and limiting beliefs?
0: I love that question. I want a real quick. I, I'm going to go back to the first part that you said too, and then I'll answer your question because. You'd mentioned when we first wake up in the morning if we're going to our phone. I want to just to all your listeners, I do that still. Like I, I, I ten, I catch myself from time to time grabbing my phone. And I just want to convey if there's one thing, there's no judgment, do not shame yourself for that. Because what that does is it creates that negative thought loop. And then that like can that. really create the trajectory of our day. I want to empower your listeners and viewers that. Any moment, like moment to moment, there are times where I will reach for the phone unconsciously or unintentionally, not thinking, grab the phone. And then I'm like, "Ooh, I feel icky right now. <laughs> you can always choose that new thought, right? You can always shift. We always have the power to shift and be like, okay, I noticed that. Be the gentle observer. Okay, I just did that. I'm not going to beat myself up. Not going to judge myself for it all right, now is my opportunity. I like to
1: that. Skills in mm-hmm. my tools.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's because, beautiful. because we, we need to be easy on ourselves. The world is, can be hard enough already. And really there's oh, a lot of pressure. And then that actually point. leads me to my, to answering your question is, is we do, I f- oftentimes find that my clients, we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We are the people, we are the, the sex that often Our brains are just wired differently than men's brains, and it's not bad. It's, it's actually beautiful. It's our superpower, but we're the ones that. We can enter into, walk into the living room and we can see that the baby needs to be fed. The dishes need to be, <laughs> made, the trash needs to be taken out. And oh yeah, our filing cabinet and our office a few blocks down also needs to be organized. We can think all of these thoughts at any given moment. And oh that God, can yes. feel very right? <laughs> What's for so breakfast? I, What's for dinner? Do, do yeah. we have enough in the wrap? In the I right? just woke up, yeah. but I'm already thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner tonight. Exactly. Right. It's just who we are. It's just the way that our brains are and how they and how they work. And so, how can we utilize that and make it so that it actually plays on our strengths? So, I often find I just had this beautiful testimonial from one of my students in my recent course that I'm um, that I'm not launching, but we're going forth right now in the next six weeks. It's called Elevating Women's Voices and in the first course i in the first class i always make a point to invite the students to understand their core values and their authentic leadership style and the reason being is that we absolutely must know who we are and what we stand for so that we do not become easily swayed or feel compelled to hide behind masks in any in any environment, especially the professional environment, especially in corporate, right? It is easy for us to feel like we have to play along. It's easy for us to feel like we can't say anything. It's easy for us to be anyone other than ourselves because we feel like we have to be. And the the testimonial, the live testimonial I got I got from one of my students on Monday night was for the longest time I felt like I had to be at like everyone else in the room. And what I'm starting to see, I'm going to start, I'm going to try not to cry. What I'm starting to see is that my gifts, my style of leadership, my personality absolutely has a place at the table. It might not be like everyone else. I might not always be the logical, pragmatic, rational, super loud, assertive, bold person, but I'm the dreamer. I'm the visionary. I get to help people see in other perspectives. I get to help Bring people together to see what this common goal is, and rally them and get them motivated. And that gave me chills when I heard her say that because the more that we embrace ourselves, the more that we are then really bringing out this energy that other people can embrace us too. You know, projection. We always think about like what our like projection reflection of inside becomes a projection of our out our outer world. So we. We must, as women, we have incredible skills. We are empathetic. They recently, well, not recently, in 2019, they did a study, Harvard Business Review, and they it was a sample size of over 300 women. And they found that females significantly outperform their male counterparts in leadership roles. And there is no shade on men because I love I love the male energy and we need that healthy male energy as well. It's like yin and yang. We need both yes. in the world both have a place in the world. But what they found was staggering was that when they asked the women who were being rated to rate themselves, they were not nearly as generous in their self ratings as their supervisors were. And a lot of their supervisors were males. So what that tells me, is that we tend to hold ourselves back based on our limiting beliefs or our mindset of how we feel like we should be, how we should act, oh that I need to make sure I sound um educated enough, I need to sound like I know everything. So much racing perfect. in perfect, our- I can't make a mistake in this presentation. People don't relate to that. What that ends up doing is creating a big wall. And if you stop to think about what makes an, a makes a leader charismatic, it's It's the connection to their audience or the connection to the person that they're speaking to. Mm -hmm. But when we let perfection get in the way or imposter syndrome or any of those limiting thoughts or or fear of judgment, we end up unknowingly creating this wall that instantly disconnects us from our audience or our team or people that we're speaking to instantly. You know, I've
1: also read that um, article about, um, you know, the studies on how women leaders, um, you know, outperform in terms of, uh, you know, business acumen and, and styles and whatnot. But, uh, what, what has been the, the, the takeaway? What has been that specific characteristics of women that, cause I forgot, <laughs> I forgot what it said. Why was it again? What was the main ingredient? What was the main thing that they have uh, found out? Why that is um, so?
0: Because of our ability to empathize, empathy, uh-huh. our ability mm-hmm. to actually connect. Right? It's it's our ability to actually make people be seen, to help them yeah. to be seen yeah. and heard, respected and valued. That's how we build trust in anything, in any group setting, in any setting, whether it's in the workplace, like or the lives. Mm-hmm. We must build trust with people, and the and way yeah. that that is mm-hmm. by seeing them and hearing them and and valuing them
1: you know um you know listening to you and uh, and tying it in with my other guest when he said that in order to really thrive and flourish in the ai world and we know there's an invasion of every day there's just ai for this ai for that and there it's crazy what it could do right <laughs> so so basically in order to thrive and not be and still be relevant um and outwit the AI. It's really the the emotional intelligence, and that's what most women. And that's how I believe we outperform the male counterpart. And again, all due respect, you know, to to them, they excel yes. at other stuff. Okay, yes. so, well, so that's for them. Them. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but in in the in the field of the emotion, because we are connected, we have to be in order in order to care for a child, in order to. To not just spit out the the fetus inside you, or what have you. I mean, there's all these things that we have to be programmed as a human
0: being in order to carry out our 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 divine function, right? No wonderful thing exists in a vacuum. No multi-billion-dollar business existed in a vacuum. It took people. It took people and their intelligence and their skill sets to come to the table anything that's created starts with an idea. Sure. But to actually manifest it into reality, it takes, it requires people. It requires a community.
1: Mm -hmm. So, so, so for women that is, uh, that is really good to know um that you you know and you, you alluded also to um the strengths and and weaknesses right so understanding uh you know one's strength and knowing that there's value uh to that strength and your weakness is not to be um you know ashamed of but it's i i think it's awesome to know that i know my weaknesses and Ooh. i know which would complement you know that weakness early on that's something that i think um, I could credit myself knowing that, Hey, I'm good here,
0: but I'm not good there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So then that's where we get to do like the delegation and, and then, and it's again, coming always back to ourselves. It's about, is this a skill that I want to grow? Is this a skill that I want to nurture? Is this, is, is my, maybe my, my, how do I want to word this? Is me not nurturing this hindering? the the greater good right so you can always ask yourself sometimes it could be sometimes it's just as simple as delegating and being like you know what i'm not meant to know all of it so i'm not good in tech so i'm gonna have someone else do this for me so asking yourselves those important questions those more expansive questions of is this is me not knowing this hindering me or hindering the team and if the answer is no then, okay, this is this quite possibly is just a simple delegation that I get to delegate to someone else. Yeah. So let me ask you a question.
1: Okay. So if you have, if you have a client that understands their, their, their talent or their strength, right? Um, so like for example, okay, let's say it's me. An, <laughs> and, you know, I think I'm hyper focused, you know, I could be focused on, on like an idea, a goal, but I think that's also, um, it could be a double edged sword, right? Because you know, what if they're all the variables are saying, hey, nope, nope, nope. That's not how you do it. Because this is because all um all the studies have shown XYZ. But I am freaking stubborn. Okay. <laughs> I'm so focused. I want this to happen, this is gonna happen, and I'm gonna make it happen. How do you then balance it out? Where you know what? Yes, but you got to be able to really, really step back and own to the fact that perhaps it's not going to work. Yes. How is that? How do you then say, okay, pull back, pull back. But what if you're with that? Per, I mean, would you feel guilty if it's really the truth that there's one more step and she could have perhaps um unraveled whatever it is that she's trying to, to do. But then again, there's also the pragmatic side. We have to also understand that, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of things that happen in the landscape that needs to be taken into consideration. How do
0: we do yeah. that? <laughs> I love this question so much because it's so interesting. This question recently came up about a week ago. And so going back to strategy and mindset, I am a firm believer that anything that we create in life that is wonderful and life-affirming and joyful and purpose-driven, all of it, or, or one of those take, take, take what you want is 80% mindset and 20% strategy. We have a gazillion strategies out there in the world. There's a billion self-development books out there in the world. And I don't think one is better than the other or one is less than the other. Our ability, our willingness to open up to understanding how we succeed, what works for us to succeed is going to be the best strategy. So for example, you know, the nature of my business right now, it's primarily most of my clients come from social media. Well, when I was first starting my business, They told me I had to show up on social media every day. I had to go on lives. I had to do this. I had to do that. And I did it. And what ended up is I burnt out because I I was exhausted. I was tired. I was, you know, and a lot of them said, you know, you have to do it this way. You have to do it this way. And when I realized that, okay, I'm working, I'm hustling in my business and I'm really not making that much money. What exactly could this be? Could this be a strategy thing? Could this be a mindset thing? And that was the... That was the indicator for me that I had to step back. I had to step back and get curious because a lot of life can be trial and error. We have to allow ourselves, first of all, to be the experimenters, to be, to go into the lab, right? And to experiment and learn, learn what's working, what's not working, what can be refined. Maybe we have to totally let something go. Maybe it's just like, I've tried this many times and it's just not working. And I made my first 10,000 the next year. The first month, I made my first 10,000 from a way that I, you would have never expected because I decided to get clear on what it was that worked for me. For you. I didn't want to show up. I didn't, and I didn't show up on social media every day. I didn't, I maybe showed up a few, if that, twice a week at that time because I was Uh. just learning. I was a baby learning how to start and launch your own business. Uh But that's where I I really like to emphasize is our willingness to have the courage to sometimes step back and look at it and be like, okay, what's working, what's not working. And then having the courage to ask ourselves, what lights me up? I have this new idea um, that I'm gonna propose to a a business partner and I am so excited. And it's so off the wall, It's, it's kind of crazy it's kind of like what that's never been done before. And I'm like, this lights me up. It's going to happen. And every time that I've had the courage to be like, okay, let's just try it and see Mm
1: -hmm.
0: always, always an amazing, an amazing success, always a win. So we, we, we get to be that person. We get, we are the CEO, right? We are the CEO of our lives. So allow ourselves to like own that and to really step up to the plate and allow ourselves to do that exploration. And, Mm -hmm. and it is, it takes a lot of courage. I do, I I do understand. Mm -hmm. It does take a lot of courage, but uh, the understanding that it's not sometimes we can actually narrow our vision. And I do this myself, Melody. so, so glad that you're bringing up this question because I literally caught myself doing this recently too, where I was getting really honed in on like, it has to go yes. this way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It has to go this way. And then when I stepped back, it was like, idea, 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 idea. Oh, whoa, hang on. Actually, there's a whole variety of ways that I could do this.
1: Right, right, right. Yes. There's uh, so many ways to... Uh, to skin the cat, but I, with what you said, and here I am, I'm feverishly, you know, scribbling some notes because huh. I think I need to do that because, um, with what has been told to you, you know, you gotta be in social media, whatever, whatever. Um, yesterday it was the same thing, you know, one of the, um, business development, you know, person that, uh, that, um, you know, I had lunch with, et cetera, you know, uh, yeah, you know, social media, LinkedIn, so on and so forth. Just like you, I, I'm thinking, ah, oh, you know, that's just another, yeah, you got content, you gotta, of course, look your best, you gotta have your, 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 um, storyboard of, of your main points, and That takes a lot of work. But, um, you know, you, do you go with the flow or, um, or, you know, so I'm thinking, yeah. so I'm thinking, okay, now if that, if that is, what it is, I'm just going to delegate it. Right? Yeah, have my, yeah. have the, the key people in the, in the office be the voice of the company. And that's, I think what's, what, what I have tried to build is so, something that is not dependent on me, you know, right? on my persona. Point is, if that brand has to have a voice, you just have to be, um, and, and social media is a, uh, is something that we just have to embrace. Then someone has to do it. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. It's all about, I think we forget sometimes too, that the impact and the ripple effect that is created when we allow ourselves to enjoy whatever it is that we're doing. So I love that you brought this idea of social media because there's been many times where I've had to back away from social media and then go back in and back away and go back in. And what I have found over the years is I actually really enjoy social media. It's where I get to meet new people I am getting, you know, feedback from people saying, "Wow, I never thought of it this way." And that lights me up. But there the times where I had to take a step back is when it was becoming a drudge or it was me pushing and and grinding rather than right. actually enjoying, enjoying the work, right? So it's it we we get to have that. We are allowed to have that. In fact, I encourage everyone listening to Allow yourself, like, be have the joy, and and ask yourself: Is this lighting me up still? Is it a necessary part of my business? Mm-hmm. If it is, and it's not lighting you up, that's a that's an indicator that you might be able to delegate that. If it's lighting you up and you love it, and it's in your zone of genius, keep right. doing.
1: Right, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So for me, it has to come from an inspired. Exactly, action, an inspired exactly. Um, mood. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, it, it's not going to work. <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. But again, it's also, in fairness, okay. In fairness to people like me, at least you understand you. You know what I mean? You understand you. You honor you. Yes, and I think that, that's that's super important. Okay, so as we wrap up, I could go on with you, my darling. i you. <laughs> enjoying this conversation. <laughs> you know, because we do we do understand. You know, you know, faith. Having that higher energy, higher power allows us to really be a powerful creator, uh, as well, right? And, and, and also, uh, combining, combining, not hardcore on, on the metaphysical, not hardcore on, on, on the science side, but really the blending of that. And it, it really is whatever works. You know, this is, who you are, who this is your method. If it sticks to others, then yay, hey, good, right? <laughs> so exactly. so um, on the manifestation, uh, which is your craft, your specialty, um, how does that align, the strategies on manifesting, how does that align on how one can be an effective leader, knowing mm-hmm. those techniques those methods? How can one um, utilize that in order to be an effective leader?
0: Ooh, I love that. So- you said something that really spoke to me and this has been the i as i've been reflecting on the past few years and i've had now that gift of of time to look back and reflect and start to understand more the biggest thing i had that has allowed me to become an effective leader is to honor myself and you mentioned that it's like the honoring of yourself it's the honoring of of our path and who we are and what we stand for because the only way to, re- to, to, to to create a movement, the only way to build momentum, the only way I believe to build a successful business is to first and foremost have have crystal clarity of who we are, what we stand for, and mm-hmm. what's important to us. Because if we are muddy in that, it's going to be very difficult for us to communicate that out to the world. Whether it's in, in, with our teams, our viewers, whatever, whoever our stakeholders are in our business. And also understanding that the human experience is not a static experience. It's very dynamic. That as we evolve, because that's a normal, healthy, natural part of being a human being, as we grow, growing leads to evolution that our business will do that too and it's a beautiful thing to be celebrated we are i believe an extension of our business our business is an extension of who we are is what i meant to say and noticing and just and just recognizing and looking back on the years how much At the beginning, I used to shame myself of like, oh, this is changing or, oh, this is changing, but actually it's a healthy sign of growth. agree. Agree. Healthy sign of growth is Uh embracing the evolution season to season.
1: I agree. So um, I I have this um, affirmation and I think in one of the episodes, um, I I shared that it's with uh, Genevieve Barron um you know my mind is the center of divine operation divine operation is for expansion and fuller expression that means production beyond that has gone before something entirely new not included in past experience etc etc but i don't know reading that i'm thinking oh my god this is so beautiful (laughs) because again i think we are here in order to to expand and to evolve right so um Um, so, so I love, I love the, the whole, you know, law of attraction and, and and I'm very grateful for all, for all the teachers out there that have shared and, and, and kudos to you. Um, you know, initially at the first part of our episode, I asked you what, what is the credential? What is the, the certification? And you said, it's your experience. And I really believe it's also your genuine desire to, to help. To share that selflessness, you know what I mean? So, so that is, I feel, you know, very, very beautiful and owning, uh, dear strength. So, uh, Jen, um, for our audience out there who want to know more about your, your craft, your books, we haven't even touched to the degree. Maybe let's, let's talk on, uh, the one major thing, your one major takeaway, because there's 15,
0: <laughs> there's 15,
1: um, feminine loss of success for goddesses like us. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. uh what has been the common thread that um, that uh, you've seen you know with 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 these? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So the book Brave Women Stan is an anthology of 15 women including myself who share and who contributed a chapter in the book about having the bravery to continue to keep moving forward and the theme that is Repeated over and over and over again with such conviction is: Do not let your circumstances define you, and do not let them define your future success. I like
1: that. I like
0: that. that you can always mm-hmm. rise above in the face of adversity. It takes time. Stay committed. You
1: know. Um, okay, so I want to just share and and piggyback on what you said. I remember, um, you know, again being of faith, right? They always say unconditional, unconditional. I'm thinking, no, there are conditions in my head. <laughs> there are conditions, etc. So I remember, you know, kind of reflecting and praying. What does this mean? Why? Why does it have to be that it's unconditional? It's hard. There are going to be, you know, conditions, etc. And then I had that question in my mind, and that was a true. True question, you know, I I was seeking answers. And then, um, so that was a Sunday, 5 p.m., we were going to go to church. (laughs) And, um, and the priest actually was talking about the unconditional love. It still didn't sink in, but I thought, "Mm, I gotcha. You want me to, um, to maybe listen to another perspective, but I still didn't get it. Somehow I feel that I, now what it means to me is that, you know, there are conditions, meaning circumstances outside. Mm-hmm. And just because it is so, say we're talking COVID. Yes. Say we're talking whatever the interest rates, the high interest rates now, so on and so forth. It's, you know, for our audience, do not let those media hocus pocus or, um, or whatever is going on in the economy, what's going on in, in your, in your physical world. Those are conditions that I think that's what it means. Do not let those conditions dictate the disc that you want to be or the pipeline that you want your life to, um, to lead. Right. So, so that's my little five, uh, five minute nugget <laughs> or less, but, um, but that's how it resonated uh, to me. What it means, you know.
0: <laughs> Love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's so impactful, and I appreciate your insight to that as well. Thank you, thank you, because it's um
1: it's similar to to what you said about not the the whole divine um loss, right? It, it don't you're a creator. Don't let. Your surroundings, your circumstances. Be the dictator and be the author of your life, right? So, so absolutely. thank you, thank you for cementing, cementing that, and hopefully our audience are able to also, um, you know, wrap their head <laughs> around that. But again, words don't teach; it's life experience, right, my dear?
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thank, Melody. I love that, and a hundred percent. It's a, it's about moving from. Knowing that we actually are empowered, that we do have a say, that we can be the decision makers of our lives, and we can be the victors of our lives as well.
1: 100%. So just wanted to to, um, to plug my, my book that's coming out next year, uh, January maybe, uh, right. wanting it to be for Christmas, but it's Celebrate uh, Sales Guide for Those Who Hate to Lose. But I do believe that we are all born uh, here to win to win in this life, right? (laughs) So again, uh, for our audience out there, what is the best way for them to reach you, Jen?
0: Yeah, certainly. The best way is to reach me on Instagram. I'm there very active. So it is I am Jen Adamson and that's Jen with two Ns, J-E-N-N-A-D-A-M-S-O-N. And if you have any questions at all, I would love to hear your feedback. What was one thing that resonated with you? Feel free to DM me and share that with me. I love it.
1: I love it. And yes, um, I maybe want to, uh, you know, chat more with you, you know, with things that we have uh, kind of unraveled and, and uh, you know, in this journey of, of manifesting and um, yeah, we'll definitely uh, keep in touch. Awesome. Uh, thank you and wishing you continued success, Jen.
0: Likewise. Thank you, Melody. This
1: was so fun. And for our audience out there, keep believing you got this till next time.